Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a look at movies, television, anime, comic books, and let you know if it's worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by Jessica. And today we are talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton and uh, starring Simu Liu in his uh, first starring role. Uh, we got Aquafina in here, as well as a little uh, bit part by Benedict Wong. We got Michelle Yeoh, Ben Kingsley, and of course the great Tony Leung. Uh, this is Marvel stepping and doing its first foray into martial arts. They've definitely had a uh, you know characters do a lot of martial art like fights. Fist, we don't talk about. Don't that, that's not that's not a thing, Jessica. That was never a thing. We don't talk about. That it. was never a thing. Marvel doesn't even. Marvel like what? Who? <laughs> Sure, they burned every copy of it if, it, if it had copies. But anyway, yes, Shang-Chi is their uh, newest film, um, and we're just going to talk about it. So let's start off with uh, the characters. And uh, Jessica, what were your thoughts on the characters of this movie? Did anyone stand out for you, good or bad? Unfortunately, I guess the dad stood out to me the most. Um, I was going to say it was like a hard time finding people that stood out because I feel like they spent most of the movie or most of the focus was like on Aquafina's character who was like the comic relief but because it's called Shang-Chi I'm like I wish I knew more about him or even his sister like they seem to be like the ones that are super powered and she's just kind of along for the ride the wacky sidekick but you really find out more about her than you do about anybody else in the movie for some reason well, she's the only one you find out stuff about through conversation. Like she, and not flashbacks. And, and not flashbacks or, like, copious amounts of exposition. I'm like, I wonder, I just wonder why they spent so much time on her. Because, to me, she wasn't that interesting and she was just kind of there. You know, the plot would have happened the same if she hadn't been there. I mean, she's, I mean, to be fair, she is probably, like, maybe the biggest name that Americans would know in this movie. And I don't think that matters with, Mar- with like, these big Marvel superhero movies. Like, there's already, like, a but built-in audience. There is. And, you know, like, you know, this one is definitely, like, another uh, set, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where they're, like, do people know about this? Or this, you know, this doesn't have that big of a following, so we can kind of just do what we want with it and cast, you know, people that are maybe, I mean, I feel like Guardians have probably had more stars in it that we've heard of in other things before that, but that movie shot them into superstardom as opposed to this one. I don't think so. I think everybody was already pretty like Chris Pratt and Zoe. Well, Chris Pratt was just, Chris Pratt was just the guy, like he, like, that movie made him an action, or made him a star. Like, he was just the guy from Parks and Rec before that. I I guess so. And he was like the guy that got smacked in the face and wanted, but he was never, like, before that, he was not, he was not getting Jurassic World, he was not getting other, like, other big, but back to Shang-Chi, uh, yeah, Aquafina is definitely uh, the one that gets the most development, like like as we said through conversation as a char- as you would want to in a movie because it's a visual medium and you know show don't tell. Simu Liu as Shang Chi for me is a bit of a blank slate. He's not in any way bad, but he didn't make a mark for they me. They didn't like develop him. They didn't give him like stuff to do. I don't feel like that was his fault. Like there's just not. There was just a bunch of flashbacks, and there wasn't really, I don't know, I just feel like they spent all this time on Aquafina for some reason. Yeah, he's always, he's always the least talking person in the scene, so you kind of just, you're kind of, 
like every, every once in a while when we were watching the movie, I'd, I'd lean over and I'd go, oh, wait, this is a Shang-Chi movie because yeah. she's the one talking all the time he while other people are like, talking. Yeah, he and, feels like the sidekick and this is her movie about and, being, discovering that, her finding what she's to yeah. do with her life. And it's kind of like, and that's kind of both their thing because uh, both, uh, both Shang-Chi and Aquafina's character, I forgot her name, Katie, I think? Katie yeah. or but, Ray Wen. They're, they kind of have like this kind of dual, or what would be a dual kind of character, or character arc, right, of characters that are uh, are kind of these people that have the, they like they both work as valets and they're fine just having, you know, small small jobs and just that was my big problem with it. Is every, they were fine with their jobs. It was everybody around them that was telling them like you should be more than a valet and I was like I feel like they're kind of like hating on valets like they're fine with being valet wow I, I always wanted to do this or I thought I'd be doing something different like they seemed to really enjoy their life and like yeah. they would go to karaoke after work and she lived with her parents in her 30s mm-hmm. and that wasn't an issue for her yeah that should I feel like that should be kind of an issue but for it her wasn't her she was totally something that we should I feel like there's a blind between like shaming and like Move out of your parents' house. You know what but I mean? But that wasn't even brought up. It was just that you should get a different job. A different it job, yeah. It wasn't become self-sufficient. It yeah. was you should get a different job. Yeah. For some reason, everybody hates valets. Uh, well, just the people, just just their friends, or just the two friends they talk to, well, and, and, her then parents. and her parents. But other than that, no one ever talks about it. But I mean, that's a big point brought up of like the pressure that comes from being like the children of immigrants of like uh, my, I mean my uh, parents weren't uh, quite uh, like, like this I, of like we brought you over yeah. here for a better for more opportunity and this is what you do with it yeah my parents weren't like they, they I mean I felt the pressure but I was they weren't like that it wasn't like that but yeah. I understand that well, pressure immigrants of every culture have have their different kinds of pressure and, and whatnot so it's not and so that pressure isn't it's there but it isn't It's it has different flavors depending on the culture so yeah. But, uh, yeah, and they really do, un- unfortunately, a kind of fast track for the audience of their friendship in a very, like, they've been friends for a long time. They've Not been friends for ten first, years. One of her Let's, first lines is, we've been friends, friends for, for ten, ten years. years. It was like, I really wish I could have just seen your relationship. I was like, or, very yeah, or, or just have, or, or when you guys talk, just talk like you've been friends for ten years. Don't yeah. just say it. I know I've been here. For you 10 can years. just be like, "Oh, remember in 2009 yeah. when we went here?" Like, yeah, you know. But the only, and then, but again, it, it's very again like the film seems to be very it's very clunky with finding creative ways to tell things about characters besides just having a character that doesn't know say, you know, what was that about? And then they're like, "Well, we're glad you asked. Let's explain the entire thing to you for the audience." Basically, it's a uh, it's the exposition. Levels in this movie is headache-inducing. Considering the weight that this character had, because he was forced into being a child assassin, mm-hmm. his mom dies at this young age, and then he's forced to be a child assassin. He leaves home at like sixteen, never looks back, his, and his dad's an immortal he abandons his sister, and you know the guilt of that. Um, but I'm like, all this stuff that he deals with in his childhood, I feel like should have been more heavy or like they could have well, had more moments with it but instead they just did flashbacks and then adult him and you yeah. don't really see him yeah really he doesn't he doesn't unpack care it at all not, not just a, not just unpack it but unfortunately i feel like seemingly, 
Like I don't feel any of I don't feel any of that weight on his shoulders from yeah. that past. He feels light as a feather. Like oh, just my day, and yeah. everything is fine. Oh, oh, oh I got to fight. Okay, I got to fight. But he's very much. I don't feel the chip on the shoulder. I don't. I don't see or feel the daddy issues. Even with the sister, yeah. There's no, it doesn't feel there's, like there's that much. Kind of, they tried like, to create I don't, it. I don't feel like but. well, like there's this whole thing, like you said, with the sister where he broke a promise, and I don't feel the I don't feel the guilt. There's a point in the plot where they got to go see his sister. No spoilers, but he doesn't seem like how do I put it? Nervous to see her because he knows that last time he saw her, he said he would come back and then just didn't. He just goes and be like, oh, I'm gonna find my sister and see where she is. We're like, like, oh, like, I would, I like a, what is she up to? Postcard, you know, like a bit, like a bit, like it would feel like if my if my sister were to send me a text, like no nervousness at all. Like, like oh. oh, she's just saying, meet me here. Okay, let's go see her. None, none of like, oh, I don't know, if she's in trouble. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't talked or, to her. Or not even just that, but like last time you saw her. I was bad. Up, it I was, was a bad. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was like, a bad last, like last time you saw, her, you slashed your tires. Yeah. And, and <laughs> next time you see her, you're just like, come on, you're just like, she just forgave me for the tire thing. I don't know, but I'm. Uh. I don't know. But moving forward through this kind of character roster, I did like the dad uh, for what he was given, uh, played by Tony Leung. I feel like yeah. they they kept reiterating plot points, and I and again like. There's a romance that uh, the dad character has, played by Tony Leung, that I would have liked to just seen instead of them just telling us that they fell in love. Remember when he meets their mom, and, and then she just says, "I fell in love and changed my changed my ways of life, and we went, went off together." And I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah, they they rely a lot on flashbacks, and, 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 and I don't think it really it, works. It doesn't. It's not even just a flashback, but it's flashbacks with exposition. Because I feel like you could tell their romance story in five minutes up style, right? Where no dialogue, you just kind of see them, like, living their life in love, and then the kids they, show up. Yeah. But instead, it's all dialogue of we're in love and we're happy. And, like, stop telling us and let us just connect with you guys. Because, and I'm saying this because there's the whole kind of MacGuffin is revolved around his love of his wife. And he's doing something for his wife. And so I, I need to buy, like, hook, line, and sinker this love. I ain't just feel it and feel it. So like when he's doing it, I'm just like, I don't agree with you, but I, I saw the love you guys have, so I get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, I get where the emotion is, and I couldn't connect to it because they just, it was all, we were in love, everything was good. So, uh, unfortunately, again, not the actor. The actor, you know, I feel like the actors are doing the best they can here. But the script also is just, it just isn't giving them much. I feel like Simu Liu, again, could still carry himself like he has some weight of, of those past things, but doesn't. So, again, that can also be... Well, just the a, old Jimmy maybe his thing was that he just, like, <laughs> like suppresses things. Yeah, unfortunately, that's never interesting to watch. It doesn't, but I can't see that. But anyway, uh, we're going to move on to... Let's just talk about the plot for a second. So, basically, I feel the plot was very... We go here, we go there, we go here. Big, spectacular ending... Done. Like it didn't really, like I like it, it didn't really feel like the traveling but the traveling just kind of felt like ho hum now now I guess we're going it here. It felt too easy. It felt Getting too easy. everywhere felt too easy because they're valets in San Francisco mm-hmm. and they can just go to China. They just like have plane ticket money. Plane ticket plane ticket money like we're going like you know when you, like the, like they do that dumb movie cliche of I'll be on the next flight. I'm like, you know how expensive the uh, next yeah, flight of I mean, anything wait, is? How do you have that? And also like you know, passports, also you didn't pack anything. Also, like, 
you know, well, I mean, to be fair, my question also is, is that, like, there's a whole thing, not quite spoilers, but when, you know, because we see Shang-Chi, he's... And she lives with her parents, so I'm like, so, didn't they wonder where she was going, where she was going or when she was going to be back? Or did they lose their jobs? Well, I don't know. They just yeah. kind of leave. I just know my parents would be like, what, but, no, you can't, what do you mean you're just going? Yeah, <laughs> and also, and also, um... Honestly, honestly my, my bigger question is that when he's young, he runs away. And next time we see him, he's, you know, grown-ass man living in San Francisco. And I'm like, how did you get, like, an American citizenship or visa? Like, you went to college here with her? So, I'm like, you you didn't grow up in a... Uh, he figured it out. He just, like, forged it or something? Like, no, what, like what resources do you... He probably went and got his citizenship. But he was trying to hide out? Like, I, you know but what he, I mean? He changed his name. To Sean, that's right. Yeah. It's one of the only good jokes in the movie, that they end up kind of running into the ground. But, yes, I, I don't know, just, again, like Jessica is saying, the traveling seems too easy, effortless, like there's no, getting anywhere is, you know. Kind of just a hop and a skip it's, away. It's, it's definitely a hop and skip away. Even though you're crossing continents and oceans, it just feels like, oh, that, oh just, you know. And it's money, and apparently they're rich. Well, well apparently, apparently money isn't a problem, even though you're yeah. a valet in SF. I'm like, are they secretly rich? <laughs> because, well, because he lives in a garage, so it wasn't yeah. even, so, so you could see that, like, they obviously weren't living it up, but... Maybe that, and that, no, his space that he lived, I was like, this is some prime real estate, like, that space was huge. Like, that was a garage. That was San Francisco yeah, huge. Yeah, but, like, it was also a garage. But that was so big. Good. Yeah, garages. So big. Yes, you get a bit of car into it. The, like garages are generally. So uh, have San Francisco garages are tiny. Yes, but yeah, but a two car garage is a nice room. Y- you got a two car garage. Like what? I want to know. I want to talk to who he, how he found this place. I want to figure, figure it out, please. I'm sure he had Give friends. Give me your real estate I'm, I'm, agent. I'm sure he had friends that hooked him up. But moving on, so yeah, plot very very simple, effortless, not not really fun. Like, I mean, like, I feel like when you think of plot, you think of world travel, you think of things like James Bond, you think of, like, Indiana Jones, where, like, getting someplace, something's going to stop you from getting there, so you got to work hard, and then you finally get there, and then there's some effort. Like, like it's not it's not just, I'll be on the next flight. Like, I thought you were poor. Don't worry about that. Okay. That's all good. But uh, let's, let's, let's move on here. I feel like we're kind of being a little harsh on this. Let's talk about uh, one thing that I feel like you and I both thought was at least the thing that was top-notch in this movie. And I think that's the action. I, I think the uh, the fights here are uh, probably the best Marvel's ever done visually, I would say. Because even with, even with the best of the best, like uh, Civil War or Winter Soldier, they do a lot of quick cutting. So it's kind of like, if you could just stop cutting for three seconds, and they do that here, they pull out wide. There's a great fight on a bus that, you know, if, if you watch the trailer you've seen... He does that great split kick where he puts a bunch of the two guys and does that split. Superhero landing fixes his jacket. Like yeah, it started off so well. Like the action scenes, like right from the from that first scene, you're like, whoa, this is this looks really really cool. And like then the they get to the end, and you're like, huh? That was the least exciting. Fight, because which, you know, which is weird. Because it's, so, like, it's so, you it's so large up, in scale. I was expecting like this really cool end battle mm-hmm. because we had like really cool fight things throughout, and mm-hmm. then like all of a sudden they're kind of not doing that much in the last scene, and they just have like it turns like it starts off with just good fisticuffs, good old fashioned stunts, and then turns into a light show by the end. 
and yeah. and when and it's like with the sky it, being monsters and everything. Yeah, like no sky beings, but definitely that like, is a, it's, it's essentially it, it, it came it, out of monsters came out of a hole in the that they don't talk about. Yeah, you know? it's definitely like an Avengers ending of like how yeah. all the and monsters came out of the sky and here. So it's like here the same thing. They're just like no, it's not a sky beam. It's and, a wall this time. And no spoilers. But I feel like the ending of this movie, in terms of scale, with, with, with what happens, I feel like that should be, like, the end of, like, the third movie or something. You know what I mean? Like, when you're finally, you know, when shang fighting the biggest thing he could fight after he's, like, after he's built up some time. Like, like Iron Man's not going to fight Thanos after the first time. He's just fighting somebody he already knows. I didn't feel that big of a scale to me. Like, it just... Because I mean, he didn't do that much well, in it. Well, no, I mean, big scale in terms of, like, watching, essentially, like, turns into a Godzilla movie, like, at the end. Yeah, but it was cool to yeah, see. Yeah, it's cool. I, again, but, but, but I mean, scale, I mean, like, visually, there are big things moving around. It's like trans, like Transformers level of, like, yeah, destruction and punching and kicking. the whole movie, I know the yes. Decepticons and the, the Autobots, Autobots like, are going to punch each other. I know, like, they're the main characters, but here it was like, Two big things, they kind of come out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I and, hope the good guys win. Yeah, I wish and, I could see them. And also, the movie kind of stops, starts being about their fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, because, you know, like, the two things, I don't want to say what they are, but their fight seems to, like, be the the showstopper. And you're like, but isn't this about Shang-Chi and his thing? And we're like, oh, yeah, Shang-Chi's in this. He's somewhere in the background He's doing something. There. I don't know. And, you know, like, he Both has... Them. His sister has... I think was really, I really like seeing her, like, fight scenes too, like, especially on the, I don't know, what is that, like, and scaffolding, is that what that's called? I don't oh, know. yeah, that was, that, that was, was really cool. I will say, like, so the bus fight and then the scaffolding action piece to, like, that bit where he's fighting the guy with the kabuki mask, mm-hmm. up to, like, that entire sequence was just, wow, like, beautiful, the camera's swooping around the scaffolding as he's going from level to level to, like, fighting guys, and it's just... Yeah. And, but and that's, she's fighting that's guys like where too. we see her for the first time, kind of. But I guess we saw her before too. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, this is her like scene, mm-hmm. scene, and I was like, "Ooh, this is so cool! I'm excited to see what she does later." But it's like, no, they don't really like do that anymore. Yeah, and they're just like, "What if we just I mean, CGI fight?" She, she helps by throwing a rope dart really, really far. I mind you, and she hangs on to stuff that flies. I mean, and, she's really cool. I'm like, yeah. they could have done more she's, with her, in my she, opinion. But uh, like, uh, on paper, there's a great character there. And I was like, this is like, take note. You had a really cool bus scene. Like, that was just in a mm-hmm. bus. You don't need to do this big thing to like be like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. You don't that, need to yeah. have these big, big yeah. CGI things. Yeah, well, just you know, some, sometimes just like you know, just watch John Wick. It doesn't need just to be just trust yourself. Watch John Wick. It doesn't need to. It, everything doesn't need to explode by the end. It gets way too big at the end. But I will say, for me, anyway, those two bus fight and that fight with the scaffolding and that, I don't mind going big at the end. I'm just saying that they did go big at the end, and it was like the least well, well, interesting. Well, yeah, because it was distracting from it was distracting from the characters. Because those, because, because a lot of those yeah. elements had nothing to do with the, the characters. characters. Yeah. They were just, isn't that pretty to look at? So, and yeah, it was just, ah, I don't know. Less awkward than not, though, I would uh, say, throughout, would have improved it a lot for me. Oh, uh, honestly, could have taken her out of the movie. I would I actually really wanted her, there was a moment where I thought she was going to die. And if she had died there, I think the movie would have been so much better. I was like, so excited. Got, I thought it was going to be so good. She got her hopes up. 
about Aquafina dying, and she's like, the movie would have been infinitely more improved. But because, you know, then we would have had gotten to see more Shang Chi and him dealing with that of like his best like, friend. It it could have just been a story about Shang Chi and his sister. Exactly. And their and their daddy issues. I'm like, why? That's like that's like that's the story in itself. You don't need had, to make like, it different dad issues. He was like, my dad chose these rings over us and forced me to be a child assassin. And then she was like. Again, my dad chose the rings over us and didn't also, let me be a child like, assassin. Well, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but also, but, but 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 more essentially, he dad gave Shane or dad Shane Chi more attention. He gave him all the attention, yeah. and I'm like getting ignored here. And he's like, "Well, you remind me of my mother." So, but I was like, yeah. if if like that's how he gives attention, like maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you know. Yeah, I feel like she. I, honestly, as. As bad as things are, I feel like she lucked out. And I think here's the thing: is like she knew they both knew him at his best, like when you know. Yeah, like when he when was he super was like nice, chill. loving dad. So that it's like they, DDR they, they missed that, and that sucks because they see this drastic change. And the thing is, I wanted to see it, feel it, that feel it, and them not just tell me it. But they do a lot of telling, and I feel like honestly, I wish the dad was more ruthless. I like, like, I, like, I wish he was, like, half what we saw in this movie, where he was, like, a really, like, heart, like, where he did care about his kids, but then the other half, like, Kingpin, like, he was not someone to be messed with. But I feel like after he meets the mom, he kind of just, he's kind of a softie for most of the time. Like, he's really, he's really easy on them and, and stuff, so I, and so I... I, he, he, I don't think he's easy on them. Yeah. I mean, he's like, oh, I'm going to stop you from doing this, but I'm going to throw you in this cave. With the exact thing you need to escape. Oh, you meant as adults. But like, 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 yeah, as adults. Like because okay. like because they both technically run away, and he's just like, yeah, okay, we'll let them just go, just go run it off, you know, just you know, like ten years, get it out of your system, and then I'm gonna come find you at some point. But it's, but he's never, but he's ne- he never feels like he's insecure about whether or not he can control them when he wants to. He's never like like there's only one time that he one time that he actually throws both of them. Like I like like when I feel like a an evil warlord of a father, like, he'd be more, like, disciplined or, like, an abusive, physically abusive, but he's really not that abusive at all, other than, like, you know, obviously, I don't know. I obviously training his son to be an assassin, but at the same time, there's a scene where he, the son actually agrees to it beforehand, like, he says, do you want to, remember, like, must be played in blood, and do you want to, yeah, and the son says the, yes. all the dad, he's known, he's known this dad that's a sweet guy yeah. and that he can trust, like, and he's seven years old, and your dad yeah. says this is what you should do, and mm-hmm. you love your dad. Like, yeah. that's minute. You can't ask a seven year old if they want to be like their dad. I know, but I want to see that movie. There's been nothing but sweet to them. I want to. I want to see that movie. Did I don't you? know. I thought he was plenty of music. I just he didn't. He didn't feel scary to me at all, though. Like I was never like worried. What is he going to do when he's in a scene? Like, I wasn't is he gonna, like, is anyone yeah. going to get hurt? Yeah. And, that's true. And that's not good if you're like a warlord who's been conquering things for thousands of years for me to be in a room with you, and I'm just like. Everybody's fine. Like nobody's gonna die here. Like like or even a get hurt. A bunch of people died, but, but it wasn't. It's never like I wasn't like, oh no, about yeah. anybody's death for some reason. Yeah, I mean it was a chaos, and there was like a big epic battle with him in the rings at the beginning. That's like really cool. And he's like, but it's like, and it's a battle, and it's with soldiers. So I'm not really like. It doesn't feel ruthless. It just feels like he's just this badass that can take out armies by himself. It doesn't. It, it, like it, it like it doesn't. You know, going back to like something like Netflix's Daredevil. And Wilson fixes it. Wilson, when the Kingpin's in a room, you're nervous. Like, what is he going to do? Is he going to like slam this guy's head into a car door? Or is he going to like 
just beat you into submission. He's going to have you killed or ha- or have your kids poisoned. I don't know, but you're nervous about what he's going to do. Yeah. And this guy has done arguably more conquering than anyone else alive, and yet I'm not worried about him doing anything ruthless at all. So, I don't know. I liked the little Ottoman with wings. <laughs> There's this little creature. Yeah. I think he'll be a fun little toy. Uh, he's definitely, like, designed to be the mascot yeah. of of the movie because there's a there's I, I will say I also want to point out uh, visuals while I feel like they were a bit like distracting because it kind of takes away from the story they were cool they're uh, for Pokemon fans out there there was a beautiful nine tails remember the, there was a fox that had like nine tails like walk around there oh, white yeah. and like these like kind of they're really furry like the pictures look cool but they just feel like set dressing because like after looking at them they're just kind of in the background and you're like, that's nice to look at. They're still pretty cool, though. They're very yeah, cool just, looking, for sure. The designs were great. All in all, I just feel like if I want to kind of sum up my thoughts on this, like, outside of the, outside of the excellent action, like, the first first act and a half or so, it's, it's kind of just, for me anyway, it felt like a slog of just watching, listening to people constantly explain things. This movie didn't, for me anyway, didn't feel like it trusted me at all to figure anything out. They're like, no, we're going to tell you yeah. everything. And so, and so, if it doesn't trust me, I feel like I can do other things while it's on. Because I'm going to just hear you explain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, so. oh, I'm sure I'll catch up, whatever. Yeah, and there are li- there are actual scenes where they. What was the scene where they literally say something and then they literally do a flashback to explain the thing they just said? Oh yeah, there was this, there was the sister scene where she was like, oh yeah, you see a flashback of why she's so, why they have this estranged relationship, why she's so upset with him. And then it goes back into not a flashback, and she's like, I'm upset with you because of that. I'm like, yeah, we just saw we the just, flashback. We literally just saw it. I don't know. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, do one or the other. Like, I the, the, the biggest flaw in this movie to me is time management. It did not use its time well. Yeah. It, used, it, 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 it wasted so much time. It's like, here's the thing. Like, I'm not like, cut all this stuff up. I'm like, fill that time in with. Actual, actual developing Shang Chi, and also it's the Ten Rings, like learning more about the oh, title oh, oh, Shang Chi oh, yeah. and the Ten Rings. Oh like, yeah, we know. Um, spoiler: by the end of the movie, you will learn nothing new about these Ten Rings, even though it's in the title, The Legend of the Ten Rings. And I'm like, I know nothing about this legend. They're they're cool looking. I know literally, I know very little about Shang Chi. I know he had a messed up childhood, and then he moved to San Francisco. I don't really know about his dreams, his hopes, his personality what that he, much. Yeah, what I he, know he likes karaoke. Yeah, he's very like this movie suffers from not from having your main character be so content. Like he doesn't want anything, and that makes for a boring character they in an Bella action movie. Him a bit. They definitely Bella Swan him. If but then they're like, but look, he can kick butt. So you're like, oh, okay, that's that's cool to watch. But like when he when he's not kicking butt, you forget he's in this movie. And most he's of just the time. kind of like the movie happens to him. It happens around him, and he's just kind of being dragged along for the ride. He doesn't feel like he's pushing like the narrative forward. He needs agency. Like honestly, they could have like they kind of should have made him or his sister some like some kind of like MacGuffin where like. Stuff need to happen with you know with them going to do stuff. So, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, action was great. I just wanted to do a little shout out to a, a man named Brad Allen. He's a he was an Australian uh, martial artist and stunt performer, and I believe he was uh, second uh, second 
unit director on, on this movie, but uh, action coordinator. Uh, he did work on this film. He uh, passed like a couple months ago. He's one of those uh, one of those unsung heroes behind the scenes that will never get as uh, as much attention as the uh, you know the Jackie Chan's. Although he did work with Jackie Chan and all those other guys, but I just want to throw a shout out to him. Uh, the acting design, which he'd had a hand in, was fantastic. Great work. Rest in peace, sir. We're wrapping it up. What rating out of 10 would you give this, Miss Jessica? 5.5. 5.5? Yeah, I've been thinking about this movie for the past day or so, and it's been sitting in it. This, I walked out of this, I will say this, I, I walked out of this movie with it sitting at a 6. Because honestly, the action is... It's so good. It's so good that and you, it's, it's like so shame. good. It's kind it's of like, wor- it, like it's, it's so perfect. strong, it can kind of make you at least want to go say, I would almost even, even though I'm going to give this movie probably like a 5 out of 10, I would say it's maybe worth a drive-in or a matinee because it is visually beautiful to see. Like, yeah. it's, that, it's, it's that good looking. Those that action I'm like, scenes are so cool that I'm like, man, I wish this movie was better in other in other areas. Like, or, yeah. you know, just as good, yeah. like, in the action area as they are with everything else. Yeah, and I've just been getting Jessica into martial arts films, so she hasn't really watched uh, a huge amount, but I've shown her, like, Unleashed and Kung Fu Hustle and, yeah. and, and Crouching Tiger. And, and even and, not watching, like, fight scenes with, like, any kind of, like, I like that, yeah. I'm like, whoa, yeah, that's like, cool. And it caught your eye, and it's rare that a fight scene will, I, yeah. I, I looked at you, like, she actually was like, that was cool, or that was cool, and I'm like, oh, wow. And you know she's watched and she's watched movies where she she just watched martial arts films where she likes them more but hasn't said that about the fight scenes where she's like I like that movie that was a like, movie like she actually loves Crouching Tiger she thought she thought it was fantastic and this movie definitely takes has easily where it's, it's influenced on its sleep with the Crouching Tiger with the Wujia the people floating around and using air bending and a lot of mystical uh, stuff going on but yeah. So, Miss Jessica, you gave it a 5.5 out of 10, and I gave it a 5 out of 10. I'm going to quote my man, uh, Captain Falcon here, but uh, do better, Marvel. You guys uh, you guys can do good fight scenes now, but uh, do better stories. Trust the audience that Let they the can tell what's happening. Go. Let the actors act. Let the actors act and And it's tell okay the not story. to be funny all the time. You don't need to. Every story doesn't need to be funny. This one could have been a serious drama. Like, stop... Yeah, that's also, like, another big problem before we wrap this up. They needed to... Too much comedy. Too much lit... And, and yeah, you know, whether it's Aquafina or, like, when he's telling his backstory... And ben then Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. I literally didn't even hear what he said because I was like, oh, no, here we go. He's going to monologue. And he monologues about how he loves to act because he saw monkeys act in Planet of the Apes and thought they were real monkeys. And it's, and, like, supposed to be a joke, but you're just kind of like, why is this happening? It's, like, why? It just still, it doesn't have anything to do with the movie, or just kind of, like... That scene was there to forward Aquafina's story. Of, like, remember, like, she's like, oh, you found... You're yeah, gonna, I but guess, again, though. They've done this several times with her in the movie, of her being, like, very impressed with people that... That know what know they, they want to do with their lives. <laughs> and I'm like, that's great, I guess, that you all of a sudden realize that maybe you should want to do have desires, but maybe we could, you know, talk about that later after we save the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, weird. I, you know, I thought to myself, uh, when I realized this movie or the Shang-Chi character was, was as weak as he was, is I, I thought about Avengers, right? 
and I thought about them sitting around the table, and I thought about, like, what are some, what are things that only those characters would say, right? And, like, when they're finally teamed up, right? And if Shang-Chi is now on the new Avengers team, right? He's there with Black Panther. He's there with Doctor Strange. He's there with Ant-Man. What is something that only yeah. Shang-Chi would say? Yeah. I don't know. No. <laughs> you wouldn't even know he was there. You forget he was yeah. there. <laughs> He's so quiet. You have no gonna, opinions. They're going to have to give him a personality, and I just wonder... Eventually, they're going to have to give him a personality, and I just wonder what it's going to be. Right? Because I really have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like they kind of Brie Larson did, because like, when I remember watching Captain Marvel, she also was very devoid of personality. I thought that was her personality. <laughs> it was being devoid of personality? Like, yeah, being a black hole of a person. And then you realized... And then you saw Shang-Chi, you're like, oh, no, this is just a writing problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was intentional. And you realize, oh, no, you're just bad at this. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was a bull. I was like, this was like, oh, no personality. I thought her personality was like, I'm super boring. Yeah. That's, a, that's a bold choice. And then you realize, oh, you're doing it again. <laughs> I thought that was her thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? I kind of almost just for the laughs want to see her and Shang Chi in a movie and see who can outbore the other. <laughs> I feel like he's more fun. He's cool to watch fight, but like without Aquafina, he has no one to bounce off. Of. He's just quiet again. Yeah, that's true. Pretty much everything that they did that was fun was Aquafina's idea. Like yeah. when they would go to karaoke, that was her idea. When yeah. they would uh, go on what's it called? Joy rides. That was her. Yeah, that idea. was her idea. Yeah. So nothing is his idea. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is driven by him, or we gotta go do this. He's just kind of like, I guess we gotta go stop my oh, dad. Yeah. I gotta go stop my dad now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, thank you for listening to At First Glance. You can find us on the Podbean, and you can also find us on the Apple Podcast app. And I am Jeremy McKinley. And I'm Jessica. And thank you for joining us.